Welcome to Living a Better Life podcast with your host, Madeline Golick. This is a weekly podcast exploring a variety of topics on how you can live a better life, not just physically, but in all aspects of what it means to be human living in a modern world. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and should not replace professional or medical advice. This podcast is sponsored by Ecophysiotherapy, where their mission is to educate, empower, and rehabilitate you back to health. Without further ado, please enjoy the show. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm here with my partner in life, Jurgen, who happens to be a financial planner by day and a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt by night. And I want to talk for this episode about animal gymnastics. So welcome to the show. Thank you, Madeline. Thank you for having me on the show. It's funny listening to, as you said that, so probably people are going to go, what are animal, do you call it animal gymnastics? Or I call it am- animal gymnastics, but I know. It has a lot of names. Yeah. It, <clears throat> Excuse me. The uh, on Instagram, gymnastica natural is a is is a good one to follow because they put out if you're if you're if you're intrigued by this and want to know something to follow, they they regularly put it out. Yeah. But it's a it's a way of moving your body. For you know, it's funny how you, you want me to talk about it and what part to talk about on it. I think maybe if I go back to the first time I, I witnessed it was on a trip to Brazil and we're there for a Brazilian jiu-jitsu tournament, that Hoist Gracie style tournament, except it's purely just the jiu-jitsu sport part of it. And the owner of our club, Jeff, is down there for a tournament and a friend of ours, Nick, is in this world championship tournament. And I, I'm at the time, you know, I'm not a black belt that I'm a white belt with maybe four or five classes and I'm there at this camp, and to me, like you know, jujitsu is crazy at the time. People are like, little Nick is like ch- choking me out with every single move. Every time I touch him to go to get out of some move, he's choking me, and I'm struggling through this sport of just trying to survive. Forget about even the white belts on this course were beating me. Um, so even the girl that was on the course was winning against me. So. Humble we, beginnings, yes. right? Like that's the journey of jujitsu is humble beginnings. If you walk in there with ego, oh. like you, you don't last long. I'm looking for an edge now. So I'm there going, wow. So we go back. Buzios is like Collingwood to Toronto. It's that's where the camp is. Now we're back in Rio. Like that's where the world championships is going to go on. And we're training at training or we're, we're doing our classes at the jujitsu or the Brazilian jujitsu uh, the Alliance in Rio, like their club, Gigi Paiva is the actual, the sensei of the club or the founder of the club. So this is on a Friday night and I've never seen a class like this before. We're in there like, you know, you're thinking bow at the door and you're going to learn all this technique. And the first half hour is all these movements like an animal and moving your hips and certain ways and you know, I was having a hard time even keeping up and knowing all the different moves and just going, wow, this is neat like how they're all moving and doing this. And afterwards, everyone sparred and that went on for about an hour. So I was like, wow, that's a great workout. And there was really cool guys in this class, like the guys from Rio that were in it. And they were also in the world championships. And uh, they won. <laughs> like these guys who were in were winning. And I started going, hey, I'm, I'm looking for a little edge here. This, selfishly, I want to learn this more because 
you know what it's like. You're, you, you want to get that edge by lifting weights or running more. Or like shaving off seconds, you know, off your sprint or, you know, you're you're always looking for that one extra technique or, um, you know, tip that, that, yeah, exactly. Secret. That's a perfect word. It's our ego. Yeah. Well, we all, you know, we want to be winners, right? So when I saw that, I was like, oh, that's, that's like, this isn't me now where I can roll around with people and hold my own. This is me getting, everyone's beating me. Like, I need an edge. I want to, so I'm learning this selfishly to win at Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, not realizing it's part of my journey of, you know, extending your your ability to roll on the mats, to to keep your body in shape. But in a, I want to, I guess I'll say a fighting shape. I don't, I don't want to create, you know, if you're not doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, I don't want you to think like fighting as in, People are punching each other in the face. Or yeah, it's not them. MMA, right? Yeah, it's not. We're not. There's not a cage door closing behind us. Though, you know, in these classes, most of them are at an MMA club, so you, you could be rolling around in the cage if you want to get some good Instagram shots, I guess. Um, anyways, I digress on that. The whole idea, though, is training this sport or training this little technique to avoid going to lift weights because that was the alternative. Go lift weights. Go run, which in a fighting sport, I find doesn't help you as much but moving your body in this way would so i kind of you know having experienced uh your class at uh jocelyn's mma uh shameless plug there having taken your class it's very much like a yoga but it's you know based off of movements that you would see animals doing um but very targeted toward like low back, um, hip openers, um, leg stretches that is really important to the sport of jujitsu. Using your body weight too for all these, there's no weights involved in it. A lot of core, a lot of like using core to transition from one movement to another, but you have to be able to hold the position for a couple of seconds. So it kind of encompasses, you know, a lot of elements that are very yoga-like. Yes. um, But seem to be adapted to jujitsu. And I, as you're saying that, that you, the goal always is you're going to do a workout to build the muscles, which yes, you are going to get muscle building happening out of it. But I'm thinking it's the tendon and the joints that this type of exercise builds, which in a fighting style or a martial art or a combat type environment, how the joints are so necessary to and, and probably in life too to get around i mean i'm if you ask me to do this podcast i'm sitting here going man i feel like a hypocrite talking about making your body better and i go out on the golf course and even today my knee's killing me but it's coming from another sport that i was doing incorrectly you know and you're, you're thinking back going well i don't know how bad that would be hurting if my my joints weren't strong because it's a twisting motion and, and it's on an old injury that came from a sport of rugby but you know, so I, I think where I'm going with that is it, these type of stretching or, or moving your body is really good for for building longevity. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I think an important aspect of living a better life as you're being physically active, but also growing older, right? We 
our body demands that we give it attention in order to expect the same demands. Like you can't expect to just keep going and going without supplementing with some sort of form of body work, some form of exercise to keep the joints lubricated, keep the tendons flexible and mobile. Like we develop, you know, scar tissue and calcification in our tendons from repetitive use. And all of that tissue has to have some sort of tension applied to it in order to maintain its optimal level of function. That's the uh, use it or lose it type, I guess, scenario. And maybe it's good to this type of exercise because of the low impact. It is, yeah, I would say it's definitely low impact. Um, Really great stretching warm-up routine before we you know, get into our sparring techniques. I mean, we're getting into um, very end range motions, I would say, you know, because we're arm locking, we're elbow locking, like we're, we are manipulating joints and we are taking them to the end range, but we're not getting injured. Well, I mean, aside from fluke things, but I mean, generally speaking, if you want longevity in a sport, you have to have some form of, not just strengthening, but stretching and flexibility. And what better way than you know moving around like an animal would? It's kind of fun. Do you think yeah. that's? Do you think that that's some part of the draw that you're seeing? Like because animal gymnastics is kind of becoming a little more popular. You're seeing it in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. You may be seeing it in surfing. Um, oh, you know, yeah, it's interesting you said that. Look, as you're saying, and I was trying to knock holes in it and say, I don't have confirmation bias and say this applies to every sport or good, but as you just said that, uh, you could research this, your audience, if they want. Jordy Smith, uh, he's a World Surf League uh, participant. He's in the top, I believe he's in the top, ranked in the top three right now. He he was in their camp, like showing he's been doing it for a while, but the animal gymnastics out of Gymnastica Naturelle. And this is someone competing at a professional level in a sport at the highest level. And I believe he's in his thirties now competing against 20 year olds. So it's a, it's neat to see him doing the exercises into a sport like surfing and we're using it into something like jujitsu. Now I'm not sure how it's going to translate into something of higher impact. Like right away, I think of rugby or, or something like that. Maybe you need a different style of exercise for that, but in the combative type sports, I, you know, I, I like, I like your chances if you're doing something that's strengthening your joints, like, like a like a animal gymnastics or or some sort of yoga stretching, that's dynamic, not just static. Yeah, yeah, and I and I think there's a place for static holds, um, but motion is lotion, right? Like, how are you gonna lubricate your joints if you're not moving them, right? And and you know, they're there's there's lubricant in our in our joints and it only gets released when we move and i think that you know we find as our lifestyle becomes more sedentary we're sitting in front of computers longer people are you know i see people coming into the clinic and complaining you know i can't sit for prolonged periods i can't stand for prolonged periods it's because you know the joints are stiffening up you know we're meant to be changing positions and you know, there's so much positive research for yoga. And I'm thinking just movement, right? Like moving the body in 
different angles with different rotations you know if you're only moving in uh you know uh, a horizontal or vertical plane you know you're missing the transverse plane the rotation right the joints need to move in all kinds of directions to stay yeah. limber yeah it's tough you know the old days you you drag yourself into a gym and load up the plates on a bench press and hit it and build the show muscles i guess and i, I think we've evolved from that now it, it it builds this body that moves very awkwardly awkwardly and doesn't have the mobility where a yoga or an animal gymnastics is allowing allowing that body to move and something i was thinking about even you know if you're looking to get started with something you know something very simple i do in the mornings when i take the dogs out for a little walk is you know walk through I walk through the neighborhood, cut down a path, and, you know, most days you can see the water from through the trees, like it's it's way out in the distance. And I do a little exercise on the path, just a salute to sun, where, you know, I mean, you can research, but it's just like a, about a six or seven step exercise of stretching that once it becomes a routine, you look forward to it every day, just to, to go out, walk, do the exercise, and come back. Well, the dogs need to get walked anyways, and you know, there's a little bit of a mental thing going on. You, you wake up and you get to see the sun come out or the rain or whatever, get in that in the environment for the day. It certainly sets and, the day up for a win. Yeah, I don't know. I just, it's just something I stumbled across going, yeah, I'm, I had it with my old dogs, and now it was these little guys that take them out. It's like, yeah, this is kind of neat. It's a good little exercise. So if, you know, you're, a lot of times I find it's not in your vertical or something you're doing it could be a bit overwhelming you how do I do all these exercises and maybe you just start I think people overcomplicate things right like you know I've started doing what's called the miracle morning by um it's a book by um Hal uh oh what's his last name Elrond Hal Elrond and you know part of that Elrod Elrod that's it um you know part of it is you know spending five minutes and you'll see, you know, uh, I'll kind of stand in front of our, our little gas fireplace and my daughter will be watching cartoons and she's looking at me and I'm, you know, basically just creating movements in my arms, stretching down, trying to touch my toes, like just kind of wake up the body from the early morning stiffness. And it's a five minute routine, but it, it basically sets the tone for the day and it doesn't have to be a complicated thing but I prioritize it right I wake up and I make sure that I leave myself enough time to do my morning routine you know have our daughter fed get her to daycare commute to work for 45 50 minutes and still be there before my first client walks in through the door you know if you don't prioritize it life will prioritize you you know it's probably something else that as you're saying, I think about, and it's not my thought. It was something actually black belt at Jocelyn's Jason Powell. I remember, I always remember who says certain things and it was about, you know, his Sunday class back. I'd bring my oldest daughter, Oksana in and his daughter. And he would always say, it's good for them to see us working out to set that in there. And I hadn't thought of that because if you're working out, you think everyone just does it. But I think if you're listening to this and 
make your maybe make your kids part of the routine or let them yeah let them exercise see with them like sometimes you know my daughter will watch me put a you know a yoga thing on and and she's like mommy yoga right and you know she's not really doing the moves but you know she wants to participate with me and you know we're creating a positive image of of exercise and and showing her like this is something we do it's not just a you know i exercise here and there but it's like a daily thing like hey you got to move your body right you know if you're wondering if you're doing something crazy and out of the norm we uh in our house here i always had you know as the, the bachelor days the the mats in the basement but we've you know here as a family we pull the mats out of the basement put them in the living room which I know to most people would seem kind of weird, but I mean, to us, it's like, okay, well, if, we're gonna, cool. if you're going to exercise and then, you know, oh. our, our daughter will be like, mommy jitsu. And I'm like, yes, mommy's going to jujitsu or mommy, you want to go do, you know, daddy, you want to go do jitsu on the mats? And, you know, you go over to the living room and she's just rolling around. She doesn't understand the moves yet, but we've already set the tone that, you know, exercise and it, exercise can be through an activity, Right animal gymnastics, yoga, dancing, Zumba. Like it doesn't necessarily just mean going to a gym and pumping weights and running on a treadmill. That might not be for you. That's not really been my thing either. I've always maintained physical fitness through an activity that requires my body to move. Yeah. And I think building that little field for them to show their art on is good. Cause I think of Oksana too. She does her dance on those mats now. Like it's become this spot of the house that you can you can do stuff on and and doesn't have to be jujitsu it can be a dance it can be stretching it can be be anything so i i don't know maybe a little plug out there to, to tommy mats maybe that's the new way to do it instead of having to go out and buy an expensive treadmill right or something that you got to plug in front of the tv here's something that you know, as you get ideas, you can you can practice them on on the mat, or you've got an extra body. And this is going into the jujitsu practitioners. Well, it's great because you all hang out together, so you've got MMA on TV or something. You're going, well, what about this X guard move or something? You can try it out without having to do it on on the hard tile floor or wood floor. I wonder, um, are you seeing benefits to the animal gymnastics? You know, just uh, outside of jujitsu, like, does it add any additional value? Do you find anybody else talking about the value of doing animal gymnastics? Uh, my day, I, yes. Uh, good question. Um, <laughs> there was so many things. I, my brain just crashed because I thought of all the different times, whether, you know, and, Part of my problem is I, I I need to correctly answer my these questions so I don't you know make it sound funny or anything. Um, I'm in a you know with networking and business and financial planning, you end up being in older style communities too, like the golf world. So, um, yeah, it, it you have such an advantage with your limberness and how you can move because your body's aware. Um, but I, I want to take myself out of the example because here's me doing it for 15 years. So I, you are, you have, do have an edge with, even when you roll with, but you guys, you, but you have guys 
coming into your Friday day class, you know, taking time midday of their schedule to come to your Friday class and then they're drawn to the fact that you offer this unique warm-up. What is it? There's a, it was funny. There's a guy in the, this, this was from Friday too. Uh, he goes, he goes, yeah, this, cause he, it's, Joslin's is a big academy. I mean, you, I'm going to say it's one of the bigger academies out there probably that, especially in Canada. Um, so he goes, the, the daytime class, he goes, this Friday class is a lot different. I, I see people here I haven't seen before. You know, Ryan was there. He's a former MMA, MMA fighter. Cause it's, they look for that edge too, because you want that edge over your opponent that's hitting the weight bench and you're going, wait, I know this antibiotics works just a little bit better. So, um, yeah, it, I think that answer, I'm answering the question whether they want that edge. It's that extra little edge that they're coming out. But you as a house a housewife for, that's such a bad word, someone, a homemaker or someone like that, that, oh boy, I'm, I'm, I'm using a politically incorrect word to draw an image. But you know what I'm talking about, that person that has never worked out in their lives that's looking for that edge is now going to join a good life or an orange theory or whatever it's called. I don't know. The animal biotics hits all those muscles that I know you're going into the hit, the back of the arms, the waist, right, the well, thighs. Well, I would actually say that it's um, highly, I would say that women um, probably are more exposed to, you know, those types of movements because of yoga and dance classes, etc. However, men tend to not really stretch, right? They're always working on pumping the iron and building up that muscle. And, you know, they don't really know or understand the value that something like a yoga, because they think it's like a girly thing to do. Um, so I think a lot of the benefit of an animal gymnastics class is that it's very primal, that it has a very can have a very masculine type of movement to it and it gets the guys opening up their hips, opening up their backs and likely reduces them from injuring themselves in matches. Yeah, yeah. yeah Whereas women tend to be a little bit more limber. We have a bit more flexibility, especially in our hips because, well, we give birth, right? So we we tend to have a bit more flexibility. Whereas men... Yeah, like a woman's going to do uh, men are not splits o- way easier than a guy. Right. Yeah. And they tend to not get into those types of movements. So I think it certainly adds a, um, that edge that you're talking about in the male population and gets them moving. But also the mind-body connection that's involved with thinking about the move, right? Because if you're, you know, trying to kind of move around like a, you know, gorilla, you want to have your upper body lower than your like the back part of your so you want your sort of lower back higher than right so you're moving around and you have to you have to get a good sense of well what is my body position in space and you have to think about it you got to connect with your body in order to move and transition from one intricate stretch and move to another yeah yeah as you said that one of the the biggest things i see a lot of and i catch myself doing this and I probably sound like a broken record in a class when I talk about it, but it's the head, where the head goes. Um, Looking over the horizon. I remember yeah. you telling me that, and that totally changed my like my squatting um, position, right? Like 
Yeah, it's it's a tough one, especially if you do a new movement. I, I, look, I'm the first to say it, and um, you step over to an arm bar. A lot of times you want to look down and look where the arm is, but I, I, I'm looking at a world champion, Marcelo Garcia, almost doing the same movement as I'm trying to teach and watching him teach it and how his head position goes. And I'm like, wow, like there's that guy's a world champion for a reason. His, you know, the Wayne Gretzky of world champions and his chin is on that horizon the whole time. Like he's never looked down and, you know, I catch it. Surfing's a good example. A lot of times you paddle into that wave and especially a beginner style like myself. I, I catch myself all the time. I'll look down between my feet to make sure my feet are on the board which just kills your posture. And if you really think about it, you stand with someone, have them look down at their feet, and then grab them by the back of their head. You'll pop them forward every time. But if they look at the horizon, you're not going to be able to pop them forward. Like it just gives you that extra little base and that that little more, I guess, confidence in the move because you're not looking down at your feet to get knocked, knocked off the position. Yeah. No, I think there's definitely um, a place for animal gymnastics in terms of thinking about longevity of the sport of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I think there is a lot of value there for somebody who's in that type of martial art. Um, you know, even wrestling as well. Like, you know, when you're kind of on the ground and, and you're judo, things like that, you know, to keep the longevity, you have to keep everything sort of limber but you got to be strong too right so you kind of need both you just lost every wrestler and judo guy listen to this ago there's no longevity in those two sports wow <laughs> no it's so explosive i mean i'm sure you're gonna get the one person calling and say hey wait I, I know someone that's been doing wrestling for 30 years but it's rare like it's yeah it's a high impact so yeah uh and I, I just don't think that style of exercise has been available for the traditional wrestler or, I mean, we're talking, well, I was going to say Olympic wrestling, but even if you're doing the WWE wrestling, that's still crazy on the joints. Like, that's not well, fake. It, yeah. I mean, well, okay. it's I was choreographed, thinking, but it's not fake. It's still, like, you're still landing from a story above the I was thinking ground. more of wrestling from, like, takedowns and just kind of rolling on the mat. I wasn't really thinking, like, high level, um, you know wwe style like you know uh i was just thinking more in terms of being able to get in and out of positions and you know try to reduce the likelihood of an injury yeah yeah definitely um like a your joint strengthening type exercise like that of course yeah it's gonna work out really well for you i think if you're doing that so I was thinking, um, you know, some people may be interested in learning about, you know, animal gymnastics or learning a little bit more about Brazilian jiu-jitsu. We may have even helped people, you know, kind of be like, what is this that they're talking about? So, you know, where can people find you? Oh, find me. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously you have your own Okay, so look. Yeah. Uh, here's what I'd recommend. Uh, if, you, if you're if you going to want to follow this, I, uh, yeah, it'd be great. Follow me. But if you want an actual resource for, like, if you're going to come to my class, that's great. You can get it in person. It's Fridays at noon. However. At Jocelyn's at, MMA in Hamilton. Yeah. East yeah. 17th and Concession. I, every a great place. I mean, you, 
once you get, once you get past yourself of having to get to this big scary academy to train at, you'll find out the scarier you think it is, it's probably so unscary because <laughs> killers yeah. aren't killers. Um, anyways, I, I I digress there, but the to have a resource, go on Instagram, uh, gymnastic natural, they are they're the ones putting it out right now that I think are have the best resource if you want to copy the moves and, and do them and and kind of learn some of the some of the techniques um obviously you know i appreciate when i have a podcast host come on yes. and uh let me host a podcast so i figure now would be a little good time to chat a little bit about your podcast and obviously it's been somewhat influenced by Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So tell us a little bit about that. Well, the, the name of the podcast, the Open Roll Podcast, I mean, look, I, you, you just do, you're, you're all different, wait, we're all different camps. And I think I come from the camp of, um, what is it? You, uh, you beg for forgive or you, I forget the quote now. <laughs> beg you for ask forgi- for forgiveness. Rather than asking for permission, permission so, something something. about permission, something about asking for forgiveness is better than asking for permission. I live in a highly regulated world. If you have any financial planners or anyone that touches money for an investment, they, they know about what I'm talking about with compliance. And it's like they'll 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 beat the edge of the cage so hard with the stick and scare you that compliance is going to shut you down for anything. So I thought, like, you know what it's like when you got that little bug inside you to do something and I really wanted to put a podcast out but if I put it out as Jurgen's financial planning podcast it would never have gotten an okay or it would have been shut down they would have found it so I yeah. disguised it as the open role podcast so I could at least get it out there and interview people like to talk about their business and and what they're doing and now we're 200 episodes into it it's 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 getting more into me giving advice, advice on finances, advice on business and, and my unique ability of what I've been doing for the last 30 years. And it, it's almost, a, I guess, a realization of, you know, anyone listening, if you want to push that envelope a bit, I say do it. Just go out and do it. Because I did it and, you know, I look back, yeah, I could have got shut down in the beginning, but maybe you just have to disguise it a bit well you just got to be creative about what angle creative yes that's you know what angle you're coming at a perspective if you know life's going to throw you obstacles always well if you focus on the obstacle that's in the way you're you're taking energy away from looking at something from a broader perspective and oftentimes the obstacle is the solution right so if you start if you start looking at different ways either to solve it you can like go through it you can go over it, you can go around it you can go under it you know you don't necessarily have to push directly against an obstacle but there's so many different creative ways that you're able to get a message out and you know and I think that's part of living a better life right pushing the envelope push your body push your level of creativity um, push your mindsets you know don't you know uh i heard a great quote from uh from a, a audiobook that i'm listening to you know 
there's a difference between failing and failure. Failure is giving up. Failing is just like, oh, well, I didn't get it right this way. I'm going to change it and do it a different way. Yeah, the time hasn't the time hasn't run out. I'm still on the field. Like it's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a great yeah, a great way to look at it. So so the website's what openroll.org? The yes, www.openroll.org is the po- and it open roll podcast. It's iTunes and yeah, all the places, all, all the places you would look. I don't think we're on Spotify yet, though. I don't okay. know because it, it, it's I. It's been on so long. I, the stuff's come up since we've had like new distribution areas have come up, and uh, you know what it's like. You get into a version one early on something, you just go with it. And you don't upgrade or do anything. So I. So you have some upgrading. Yeah, there's some yeah. things to do, but other priorities come along too. Like, yeah, and I think in that you're living a better life. You're, you're always evolving. So maybe what you, what you did needs to just get looked at again and evolve it to the next level. And that's maybe where I'm at with the podcast. Um, I things go through my mind where I'm at. You know, 200 episodes. It's been going out every week. That's that's Kim, a good that's Kim a good did role. The last two hundred by herself. I listened to it. I liked it. I didn't like having to listen to me on it. So I don't know. I I'm getting creative. Maybe it becomes her podcast. But who knows? These things create their own energy and and you go else. with yeah. you go with the flow. You accept the change that you know the change that's coming. Um, of course, we'll put that you know those links in our in our show notes. Um, but you know, Instagram. You're on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, if you want to share the podcast out, that'd be great. I mean, we're right now with downloads neck and neck with Joe Rogan. So yeah, it's a big deal to us. Um. <laughs> Imagine if, right? <laughs> There's just a few zeros off, but. That's okay. That's all right. You know, as long as a message is getting out and we have the opportunity to share that with people who are willing to listen, you know, that's. That's why we do it, right? We have messages. We wanna we wanna send it out to the world. So we'll put the show notes in. Um, but open roll podcast is on Instagram, or is it under your name? Yeah, it's on Instagram. It's under uh, under Jurgen Jurgen Rudolph. Uh, you and you can see pictures of us in there and our beautiful family and everything. Yeah, Jurgen J U R G E N Rudolph R U D O L P H. Awesome. Well, I really enjoyed this conversation and learning a little bit more about the history of like how animal gymnastics came into your life, um, the important role it can play um, in athletics, uh, you know, the important role it plays in living a better life physically, mentally. Um, So I've really enjoyed this conversation. So thank you. Oh, thanks for having me on the show. And one little thing I left out was another part to it of how I actually went back again to the person that started all this animal gymnastics and did private lessons under him. So we'll have to save that for maybe a a part two. Awesome. I love it. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks for listening and make sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date with our latest episodes till the next one. Thank you for listening to living a better life podcast. Make sure to subscribe to our show to stay up to date with our latest and greatest episodes. We would also love to hear your comments, suggestions, and reviews. Thanks again. Until the next episode. Bye for now.